All right. This is only for... Uh, all right, if, you, if you've heard of or listened to Lecrae, uh, stand up. See? I don't remember that many people raising their hands, but stay standing. Um, all right. Is Chrissy standing? Where you at? Yo, yeah. Oh, it's Christian, yeah. Uh, I've got three, and I'll save one. But for being the farthest, Chrissy, I've got you a CD of Lecrae. Uh, some of my favorite songs. Man, it is good, too. <laughs> now, for y'all who are left standing, let's see. Now, you got to raise your hand uh, for the question that I'm going to ask. Um, all right, now Chrissy's out of this one. Who uh, who is the farthest high school away? Who goes the farthest high school away? Yes, yeah, got you. Got to go to high school now. Sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> best twenty eight years of your life, right? Hey, so nobody's the farthest, I mean, so everybody goes to Elizabethan High School. Halls in Knoxville. Anybody beat that besides Union County? Halls in Knoxville. All right, you get a Lecrae CD. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Now, y'all can sit down. This would probably... No, that's for... Uncle Paul, is he still in here? Anyway, I got him a t-shirt. Hey, uh... This would probably have to be a... What girl, if you're a girl and, or a guy that could wear this size, stand up. <laughs> I think I could wear it. Alright, what this is, guys, what this is, it's a t-shirt from last year's kids camp that we had here. And, uh, it's, it was called Recur. And, and Recur means this, to come again to mind, to occur time after time. Now, what's that mean as far as following Christ? Because on the back, it's got Luke 9.23. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So, daily. We uh, we spent a week of talking about following Christ daily. So, daily means to happen over and over and over and over. It's not just from camp to camp. And listen, while we're in here... I talk and you listen. Hey, uh, but it happens over every day, every single day. Every day you get up out of bed, you follow Christ. It doesn't go from teen retreat uh, to a kids camp or a beach camp. It's an everyday walk with Christ if you're choosing to follow Him. So recur over and over and over and over. So here's my question to the girls or guys, whoever whoever can wear this. Uh, can anybody in here... This is our theme verse for the week. 
For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Can anybody tell me where that's at? Not you. Hey, I'll tell you what, I'll make a deal, keep your hand up. Does anybody tell me where that's at? Yeah, it is on the banner, that's a good guess. Alright, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to let Dave tell us where it's at, and then he can choose who he wants to give this to. So I'd be really nice today. One of my favorite chapters in the Bible really is. First part of the chapter, you don't want a sermon. Talks about going to go to the last part has to do Don't worry, I've got I've got more giveaways later. Now, who is who who in here is their very very first time here? Anybody? You've been here not Hey, now I'm not talking about this teen retreat. I'm talking at this camp period. Okay, not very many, so people have been here before. Great. Uh well, here's the deal. I guarantee you, everybody... Hey, here's another good question. Whose parents made them come? You can be honest. We won't tell on you. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you. My parents made me come. (laughs) Hey, so basically, everybody wanted to come. Thank you for your honesty. And for your honesty, I'll tell you what. uh, I'll let you pick... You can choose, you can pick your choice. Well, you don't want that guy's Bible. I've got a teen study Bible or a purple girl's Bible. Which do you choose? Okay. Good choice. I would have picked that one too. I may pull a rabbit out of there in a minute. Alright guys, uh, one last thing before I get started and, uh, this morning, I, I kind of want us to just kind of get acquainted uh, with each other. I want you to know me, and I want me to know you. When Uncle Paul asked me to come here for this weekend, I certainly said, yeah, because I love this camp. I love this camp. I love being here. I feel like I'm at home here. Uh, we come here every year. Uh, I enjoy being here this time of year. Uh, I've never been here this time of year. So, having said that... Uh, he asked me to come and speak, and when I told him, I said, well, where will I be staying? Staying, Because there's plenty of places all over the campus you can stay. And he goes, oh, you're going to stay here this weekend? I said, heck yeah. I said, I don't want to just come and speak. I said, I want to come and hang out with everybody. So, you're stuck with me all weekend. So, if, uh, uh, yeah, hey, you, you can ask some of the students who know me. I'm pretty irritating. See, two of them's already leaving. <laughs> All right, uh, so what I want to do is, um, for right now, let's you stay on your side, and then you stay on your side. Let's, uh, some of y'all, if, did, counselors, did y'all introduce everybody while you were in camp, in the cabins, everybody greet? No. Let's do a little bit of that right now. you got two minutes. Hey, don't be shy. Hey, meet somebody you don't know. All right, everybody get a seat. All right.
Hey, how'd you wind up with a CD? Cool. Very nice. Hey, who gave up the CD? Who gave up the CD? Who gave up the CD? Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> that was super nice. Now, are you a Lecrae fan? <laughs> hey, and you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't like rap music either, but I am a Lecrae fan. I do. I know that don't make any sense, but that guy's solid. Hey, and that's what I want to talk to you about just for a few brief moments this morning. Guys, that's what we're going to be talking about all uh, weekend. We're going to be talking about it again tonight. We're going to be talking about it tomorrow. I hope by the time that you leave here tomorrow afternoon at 4, that you're going to know where you stand with God. And then when you leave here, I hope that you'll be challenged, uh, sent out with a charge to live for Christ as you all live in the world. Um, bacon. As you see, uh, and I've got some notes here It says, are you bought and conformed or not? Are you bought and conformed or not? Hey, because you were bought at a price, and everybody knows that price was the the uh, uh, the cost of Christ's life. You were bought at a price. People say, I've heard, often heard people say, "Well, I, you know, why do I have to serve? You know, um, I'm in a volunteer army. You know what? But you were paid with a high price." And I'll get in uh, more to, more to that uh, shortly. But I want to. Move on pretty quick. Are you bought and conformed? Or, or do you look like Christ? In your following Christ, do you look like Him? Do you talk like Him? Do you walk like Him? Do people know when you show up that you're representing Christ? Uh, because if you say you're a Christ follower, it for sure ought to show. Because God says imitate, or Paul, the Apostle Paul said, he gave instructions in the New Testament. He said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. He said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So if, so if somebody says, well, I'm going to follow Christ, and they decided, they said, well, I'm going to follow you as you follow Christ, would that look like Christ? So if you say you're a Christ follower, do you look like him? So that's bought and conformed. Uh, have, has your sin debt been paid by Christ? Do you believe it's been saved, uh, paid by Christ? And are you looking like Christ as you live in the world or not? I hope by the end of the weekend you'll know where you stand with God. Bought means this. And I noticed up here, uh, well, no, I got it right. That's right. Bought means this. It's a past tense of buy, to acquire possession, ownership, or rights to the use of or services by payment. And that's what I said a minute ago. Listen, if you know Christ is your Savior, Christ paid your sin debt with his life. He's the Son of God, He's the Son of Man, who knew no sin, who left heaven to come and take on your sin debt and pay that sin debt. So, bought means, uh, in this context, our sins have been paid for. Conformed, I said a minute ago, uh, for us to look like Him. It means to comply with the rules, and the rules are in the Bible that I just gave you. Uh, to comply with the rules, standards, or laws. To give the same shape, outline, or contour. Do you look like Christ? To bring into harmony or accord. To be similar or identical to look alike. To be in agreement or harmony. To be 
obedient. You know, right there, that right there is where a lot of people have problems. To be obedient. Who in here likes it when their parents tell them what, uh, what to do? Who in here? No, wait a minute. Did, did you clearly understand? Who, who likes when your parents tell you what to do? Wow, one. Good. Hey, and you're here, right? <laughs> hey, a lot of times, and, and whether you're a student, whether you're a teenager, or you're an adult, nobody likes to be told what to do. But in following Christ, you've got to be obedient to His His Word. To be a, a true Christ follower, we'll get in more to that tonight, but to be a true Christ follower, you've got to be obedient to His Word. So let's bought and conform. You've been bought with a price. Do you look like Christ? 1 Corinthians 6.20. Hey, and you know what? I believe uh, this is... This is Here's the problem with today's society. Uh, now, we're just going to talk right here, right now. Uh, we're going to talk about our world that we live in now. Uh, I think, I believe for myself, the reason that Christians don't look like Christ anymore is because they've forgotten the holiness of Christ, or the holiness of God. They have... They have forgotten the holiness of God. Hey, we, uh, we call ourselves Christians, yet we look like the world, we act like the world, we talk like the world, we smell like the world, we dress like the world. Now, guys, I'm going to tell you, listen, don't misunderstand this. We're here at camp, so it's a little more laid back. It is a lot more laid back. You know, when we have our kids camp here, you know, we'll come and uh, we'll uh, everybody will be in shorts because it's in July. It's hot. It's really hot. So camp is a little more laid back. But who who uh, who regularly attends church? Anybody? All right. Good. Very good. There and uh, listen. I'm just going to throw something out there, and uh, it's something that I deal with, guys. I'm not I'm not pointing anybody out, and uh, but it's, I believe that today's Teenager, I'm so honest and open with our youth group, they know that I'm going to come straight at them. So when they leave, they, they understand what I'm telling them. And they don't go, now what did he mean when he said, I'm going to be straight up with you. So what I mean by is people have forgotten the holiness of God. Is that when we show up to church, you know, uh, this is church. This is chapel, and we don't come in here with hats on. Uh, now, I'm not pointing you guys out, but I, I'm just saying people have forgotten the holiness of God. The holiness of God. You don't have to take it off. Or, uh, <laughs> hey, but you know what? I'm going to point something out right now. He has not forgot the holiness of God. That right there is obedience at its finest. I'm glad you did that. Hey, when 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 somebody... Uh, you know, this weekend, what's your name? Alex. Alex. This weekend, this weekend, in following Christ, uh, this weekend, you're to be submissive to the authority that's over you. Well, this weekend, partly it's me. A lot of it's Paul. Uh, so it's your counselors. But right here, right now, it's me, the authority that's over you. So when I mention hats, well, he took his right off. That's following obedience to Christ. That's what Christ looks like. Uh, 
I don't know you, but I, I hope and I, I trust, I, I hope that you know Christ as your Savior. And by the end of this weekend, I hope you'll know for sure too. Uh, so, uh, listen, we don't wear our pants <laughs> sagging to the ground. Uh, we don't, hey, we dress modestly. And guys, here's the deal. That's not uh, legalism. That's not com- that's not saying, well, he said you have to do this and he said you have to do that. Listen, that's following the holiness of God. I'm going to tell you a quick story in the Bible. Quick story in the Bible. I want to give you this in case you want to look at it yourself. Talking about the holiness of God. In Exodus, hey, I'm kind of like Paul. Here's a guitar pick. <laughs> in Exodus 19... Talking about the holiness of God, the purity of God, the righteousness of God. In Exodus 19, it talks about uh, God meeting with Moses at Mount Sinai. And this was, uh, everybody knows that uh, God led his people out of Egypt, out of bondage. So he led them out of slavery. And only 30 days, remember he parted the sea? Great big huge miracle. They went through on dry ground. And when they got through, of course he caved uh, the, the waters in on Pharaoh's army, drowned them all. Could you imagine going to a sea and then the waters part and you're going, oh my goodness. And then you're walking through there. Now I wasn't there, but you could imagine walking through there and you looking over and seeing a shark swim by, but he can't get to you, but he's in the water. I, you know, I don't know how that looked. I really don't know how that looked. But he did part the part the sea for them to, to escape through. So only 30 days. You remember talking about the recurve, the shirt that she's got on now? The over and over and over. It's not just, it's an everyday following Christ. Just 30 days after his people, uh, the Israelite people, just 30 days after they saw this huge miracle, uh, they already started doubting. Well, he's just led us out into the wilderness. And now we're going to die. Just just one month after they saw that great miracle, can God not take care of us? So they already started questioning. So God asked Moses, he said, I'm going to come down on Mount Sinai. Now, now remember, I'm talking about the holiness of God. He said, I'm going to come down on Mount Sinai. And he said, I want you to tell the people to get ready. He said, I want you to tell my people I'm coming and take three days to get ready. How many, how many prepared for three days to get ready to come here? I got up this morning and packed. <laughs> yeah, Paul, Paul prepared a lot of days. Hey, but guys, mostly, we, sometimes we come to church and we don't even pray before we come to church. Sometimes we get up, this, uh, we get up in the morning and, and we just make it here. And some of us maybe even arrive late. But, but God was telling Moses, he said, you tell them to wash their clothes. You tell them that I'm coming. Tell them to sanctify themselves, to be clean. You tell them to ready, and on that third day I'm coming. So he came, and when he come down on the mountain, he said, Now, when I descend on the mountain, when I come down on the mountain, my presence is there. He said, You tell them not to come near the mountain. He said, If anybody comes near me, comes near the presence of me on the mountain, if they come near the base of the mountain, they got to be killed. You think, Well, wow, that's pretty harsh. But that's being obedient. Listen. Moses was their mediator, just as Christ is our mediator to God.
Moses was their mediator, and he said, you got to prepare yourself. you got to be ready, and don't go near the mountain. Hey, not man nor beast. Don't let anything come near the mountain or you'll be killed. So anyway, he descends on the mountain. As he descends on the mountain, the mountain goes up in smoke. Because when he, the presence of God descends on that mountain, it's like fire burning up the mountain. He is so pure, so holy, so righteous that his purity set the mountain on fire. And the Bible says that lightning struck and thunder rolled as God descended on that mountain. And thunder rolled and the earth shook. We sang just a minute ago uh, that the darkness trembles at his voice. We should tremble. Hey, the Bible all goes on to say that the people saw the, the presence of God descend on Mount Sinai and after it was all over and said and done, you know what they told Moses? Don't ever let that happen again. <laughs> they said, don't let that happen again. That was when God gave the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20. But right after the Ten Commandments, the people told him, said, don't let that happen again. We'll listen to you as you talk to God because we were scared to death. We were scared to death. Yet we have forgotten the holiness of God. In the, in the, uh, in the Bible, any time that somebody comes in the presence of God, it says that they fall, at their, fall on their face before him. And, and we have forgotten the holiness of God. Uh, in the Bible, in Leviticus eleven forty four, it says, For I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourselves, and you shall be holy. You shall be holy. If you're mine, if you're my follower, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Leviticus eleven forty five. Again, he says, you shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. Leviticus 19.2 You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Leviticus 20 Be holy, for I am the Lord your God. Leviticus 20.26 And you shall be holy to me, for I, the Lord, am holy. And have separated you from the peoples that you should be mine. We should be separate from the world. We shouldn't look like the world. We should be holy just as He is holy. In 1 Peter 1.16, referring back to the Old Testament, Peter writes, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. So what are you getting out of this? People can't see Christ in us because we're not holy anymore. We're not holy like God is. We, I, again, we, I say we look like the world, we talk like the world, we dress like the world, and we do what the world does. We go where the world goes. And there's no setting, setting us apart. So, guys, hey, take into consideration the holiness of God because when we forget the holiness of God, hey, I hope you leave here uh, in your mind the story I just told you out of Exodus 19 where God ascended on the mountain, uh, descended on Mount Sinai, the purity and the righteousness and the holiness of God when He descended that it sent that mountain up in flames. And we just take, we, we, dumb, we dumb God down uh, to our world. We call him dude. We call him the man upstairs. Uh, we have no uh, we have no respect for God. And when we lose the holiness of God, not only can people not tell us apart from the world, but also we lose our fear of God. There's no fear of God. The Bible says that those people were afraid. They were afraid. They trembled as the ground trembled. And and 
but we lose our fear of God. Proverbs 9.10 says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Listen, when we begin to fear the Lord, then we begin to seek after His wisdom, and He gives it to us. We pray, God, I pray daily. God, give me your wisdom and your knowledge so I'll know how to live here on earth and lead others to Christ. I'm very, very proud of you taking that hat off. Now, that may seem like a little thing, but listen, if you can't be trusted in a little thing, how will you ever do something big for God? But you've got to take into consideration His holiness, and you've got to take into consideration your fear of the Lord. Uh, We have forgotten His holiness, and therefore we don't fear God anymore. And so, I'm going to have to wrap it up. It's 12.01. But here's the good thing. I get to continue on tonight. But I want, to, I want to leave you with this, guys. I want to leave you with this. And we're going to build up till tonight. So, when you consider God, listen, He is our friend if you're a follower of Christ. But He is a holy God, and He is a God that is to be feared. Listen, he does not tolerate any sin. Uh, why do you think that when, when his people in the Old Testament got away from him from time to time, it was just up and, well, we love you, God, and now we don't. Well, we love you, God, and now we don't. Or when he gave them a land to take over, that he told them in the Old Testament, he said, destroy everybody, men, women, and children. You're thinking, oh, my goodness, God did that. Yes, he did. Because the, the people that he told them to destroy were people of the world. And they were people who would drag his people down. And he told his, he, he called his people to be holy and separated from the world. And if they got tangled up with those people in the world, then they would drag them down. Just like today when we get tangled up in the world, we get pulled down. And you can't tell us from the world. So guys, you've got to destroy all the garbage in your life. You've got to destroy all the garbage. Uh, last thing I'll leave you with is this is um, remember the holiness of God fear the Lord it's the beginning of wisdom and guys God created us he created us we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for God he gives us life he sustains us in Genesis 1.1, and you all know this, in the beginning uh, was God, and he created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.21 says, So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves, with which the waters abounded according to their kind, and every winged bird every, according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. He created us. He made you. He formed you in the womb, uh, and your days were fashioned before you, before you were even born. In Psalms 139 it says, Hey, you were fearfully and wonderfully made. He made you with his own hands. And what I mean by your days were fashioned before you, before you were even born, he, uh, that means that this day, was planned out before you were even born. God knows what you're going to do today. You being here is not a coincidence. He put you here for a purpose and a reason. Now, I don't know for what that reason is. Maybe maybe you're a Christ follower and you want to go deeper with Christ this weekend. I, I pray you do.
Or maybe you don't know Christ as your Savior. And this weekend is the weekend that your life has changed forever. forever. Because once you accept Christ as your Savior, listen, you go from death to life. Did you know that if you don't know Christ as your Savior, you're a dead person walking? You're just a dead person walking. A dead person. But once you receive Christ as your Savior, you go from death to life. You go from hell to heaven. You change your eternity forever. Your uh, address in eternity forever. So guys, hey, throughout this weekend, and plus, now listen to me, and I'm done, and we're going to pray. Throughout this weekend, while you're here, and y'all's fixing to have fun, we're going to go up here and we're going to eat, and you'll get to know each other better. But throughout this whole weekend, I want you to remember this uh, couple of things. The holiness of God and the fear of God. And when you come back tonight, I want you to be ready for what you're going to hear. God, prepare me for what I'm going to hear tonight. I want to come and I, I, and to fear God is not to be afraid of Him, but it's to respect Him. It's to respect Him. Let's pray. Lord, I have already enjoyed Your presence this morning. Uh, I have enjoyed the music this morning. I enjoyed singing uh, together with these students, uh, worshiping you corporately. Father, I have enjoyed uh, sharing your word. God, you are a holy and a righteous God. And you are worthy to be praised. And Father, you are uh, to be feared. And that's not that I'm not afraid of you because you are my Lord and my Savior. You are my Father in heaven. But God, I do respect you. Father, I, I do bow before you. I submit myself before you. And so, Lord, I pray for these students this morning, as, as even tonight, a little bit this morning we talked, and tonight we'll talk more about it. Lord, are we bought and conformed? Lord, I pray for anybody in here who doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Savior. Father, I pray... Uh, before they leave here this weekend, that they'll know Christ is their Savior and that their life will have been bought and paid for, their sin debt paid. Father, I not only pray that uh, their sin debt gets paid, they accept Christ as their Savior, but I pray that they would be conformed to His image, that they'd look like Him when they leave here. And Lord, not just when they go home, but every day, every day, every day, take up their cross and follow after Christ. And that I want them to know, Lord, and I pray this so they can hear. They can do that at any time. Or they can do it right after this service. They can see me. They can go to their counselors. They can go to Uncle Paul. They can go to Dave. Father, I pray uh, for salvation to come to this camp this weekend. We love you, and we tremble at your name and your holiness. In Christ's name we pray, amen.